Hi and welcome to Explore, the program where we explore leadership in the 21st century. And today we're going to explore entrepreneurship in the 21st century and find out you know, how a modern feminine uh, entrepreneur thinks and uh, how it goes with her feminine uh, way of being an entrepreneur. So welcome to you Henrietta. Thank you. The mother of sweet intentions. Yes. The mother of all this uh, delicious candy we see in front of us. Tell us, how, how did this uh, Hey Yum uh, come about? Well, um, I started the company one and a half year ago, and it was actually because I didn't see this kind of product on the, on the sh uh, shelves in the supermarket myself, and it was something that I was looking for for my kids. So um, you can actually get organic candy, that's not a problem, but the organic candy that we have on the shelf in Denmark anyway was sort of uh, too, uh, too organic, I would say. It was like something my kids wouldn't eat. Uh, so I had to come up, uh, or I wanted to come up with a product that, was, that tasted like ordinary candy and looked like ordinary candy, but it was actually organic candy. So, so you didn't have all the artificial stuff that you normally have or usually have in, uh, in normal candy. So no uh, artificial colors and uh, artificial sweetness and so on. So all the ingredients are actually organic. So this is a good choice for kids with diagnosis because there's definitely. not all these materials in it that give them symptoms. Yes, definitely. We don't, uh, there's uh, no, I, I mean, I, I call it candy with no makeup. Mm. So it's uh, natural. Uh, it's natural ingredients you have. Uh, so we make it from fruit juices and uh, organic sugar and uh, and uh, organic uh, gelatin. And actually, one is also vegan. So if you're you don't eat uh, meat, then you have that option. So mm. fantastic. Mm. And you started this company after a long career in corporate life. You started this company out of Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. But uh, what was what I think is special about you is that you uh, did not start a national company from the start. You wanted a global company. Yeah. So tell us how that went. I looked. Or, I mean, I I have always worked international. I mean, all my <laughs> in all my uh, in my career, it has been an international uh, career. So um, it's been just a natural way of looking at the world. And also, I've been in the digital world. So for me, it's just target groups, it doesn't matter if it's in London or in Copenhagen or in Paris. Or, so it's been a natural way for me to look and I love working internationally. Uh, and I sort of went out looking to see if I could get some organic candy before I started my own project. And uh, of course you, there are some in the States that do it and there's some in Germany, uh, but, but they, they didn't really go global. It's, it's sort of, they're kind of local. And um, so I thought, I mean, there must be a possibility for making uh, international, uh, global, uh, organic candy company. So that's how I started. That's how you started. And how mm -hmm. many countries are you in right now? Uh, 13 markets. I mean, some of them are huge, some of them are small. I mean, Australia is in one market, so that counts for a lot. And then you have Iceland as one market, and that's a small one, even though they eat a lot of candy in Iceland. <laughs> To keep them warm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Japan. I have Japan and I have, uh, I'm starting up in South Korea now and uh, I have, yeah, UK, France, Spain, uh, Holland, and yeah. It's All so Scandinavia. It's so interesting. I'm yeah. in a network group with Henrietta and every time she comes to a meeting, it's like once a month, she has new markets. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> she really grows uh, from month yeah. to month. I'm not in the States yet, uh, and I'm not in uh, China yet, uh, even though they are sort of knocking on my door. And that's because it's, it's, it's a mouthful, uh, and I, 
and, and right now I'm alone, <laughs> doing uh, everything from sort of uh, my headquarter by myself. I have a lot of people who help me in the markets, of course, because I have dis uh, distributors and agents, but uh, uh, but I mean, you, you sort of need the capacity to start a huge market. Mm. So now you're looking for more capacity and, mm. and, and possibly even a bigger investment. You have an investor, but you, you need to, to grow. Sort of a second level or second gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, do you find that you are different from regular startups, regular masculine startups? Do you have different criteria for growth? Do you have different criteria for investors, or do you just want anybody who will just invest in you? No, <laughs> they need to see the world as I see it. Mm. And I mean, um, for me, it's not. Uh, it's not only about the company. It's about having a family life also and it's about having fun <laughs> while we do it and I think we get the best results if we uh, if we're, if, when we're having fun at the same time. I mean if you're tired and, you, <laughs> and you're uh, without energy you don't do great products and you don't sell them very well so I prefer uh, this sort of uh, creative energy uh, and, uh, and I think you get that when you have happy people around you. Mm -hmm. So that's very important for me. So you're not solely focused on the bottom line? Not not at all. I mean it's important, it's super important, but it's not, uh, I mean it's just as important that we are having a good atmosphere to work in. Mm -hmm. So it's more, a little bit more holistic I would say. Yeah. Is there any other way that you feel that you distinguish, uh, you're distinguishing yourself as a feminine entrepreneur rather than just uh, an ordinary uh, entrepreneur. In what ways do you feel that? You I think my values, uh, the way I sort of, uh, actually, when I started, I had this idea that I would only, I would only do business with people that are nice. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to use my energy on people that are tough or where we have a bad dialogue or something like that because it's not really worthwhile. It, it's uh, we're supposed to have a good time when we, when, when we work. So, um, so that's a value that's important for me. <laughs> So nice people, <laughs> nice people. <laughs> uh, the possibility to have a life now yeah, outside of yeah, work. Yeah. What else would be uh, different with you? Do you work differently than what you used to when you worked in corporate? Uh, in corporate I mean, I definitely don't work in nine to five. Uh, I have a completely different way of uh, of uh, sort of uh, scheduling my, my life. I want to be able to pick up my kids from uh, from school. And, uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't work. I work a lot, uh, but uh, just in different times. And I also want to be able to do a yoga class on Monday morning if that's what I want. Uh, and I think that's this kind of flexibility uh, is extremely important also. It's, it's much more fun to work when it's like that. Mm. It becomes less a prison. Uh, the work life becomes less a prison. Mm. So you're actually doing it for the fun. Mm. Another thing that I appreciate or that I think is interesting because I now I know you from the network group is that when um, you first came in my network group, uh, we asked you uh, how did you create all these results uh, so fast because it was very extraordinary in the, the way you grew your company so fast. And then you said, I know nothing about the business, but I use purely my, my gut feeling. If my intuition, and that's quite extra, uh, that's quite exceptional, I think, as well. We're always taught that we should use our rational minds, we should create good business. But you, you go. Uh, it's true. You really only use your intuition. Yes. I mean, I mean, if you could sort of feel it, right? 
it, you know it also before you go to a, a meeting if you have that butterflies in your stomach. I mean, we, we know these feelings all the time. So if there's somebody, if, or you have a, an intuition that says that that person is probably not too good to, uh, for me to work with, uh, you, should, you should actually trust your instinct. Or sometimes uh, an opportunity comes and you just have to take it. Uh, I believe in these things. So. Uh, well, well, you don't uh, sort of have to believe in it because you've seen it work for you. <laughs> yes. You've like created this this rocket uh, growth in yeah. in, uh, in such a short time. But I just uh, I just want to uh, talk about it because I think it's quite unusual. Mm -hmm. um, and I think many of us think that that we we're supposed to do business in a particular way, and we might be afraid of trusting our gut feeling and thinking we should probably rather trust an Excel sheet. But mm -hmm. but you say. Intuition is your, uh, is your, and is something you're born with, or have you trained it, or how have you become so so sharp and clear on taking the right decisions? I'm not sure. You're not feeling you should be telling you. <laughs> I don't Ask know. It. I mean, I, I guess it's 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 um, it's just because it's a light way uh, and it just feels right. It's uh, it's really hard to explain why that should be the best way. But I actually actually I don't think the Excel sheet tells me a lot. It's it's all fr it's all from the past and it's uh, it, it it's my guesstimate for the future. Uh, and, you know I've been working with that a lot in the corporate world, but it's just it's just a guesstimate, right? When you, you when you do numbers and uh, forecast and so on. And it, it's not always right, anyhow. It's, it's also just what you think, right? So, uh, but I just, and I do that too. It's not that I don't do my uh, estimations and predictions <laughs> for, the, for the future. It's just that I don't solely trust them and I don't sort of uh, lean, lean on them. Mm. Uh, I lean on something else. Mm. You rely on your mm. intuition rather yeah. than your Excel yeah. sheet. Yeah. So, do you have any piece of advice uh, for other women entrepreneurs? Um, I think um, one of the things that got me where I am today is I asked for help, uh, a lot of people. Uh, so if I could see that there was somebody who had a business who were in a market that I wanted to be in, I, I just contact them and ask to have a meeting with them and uh, yeah, uh, ask them all the questions about the markets and uh, and I, I mean I have found that most people are very willing to help. I mean, it's it's not something, and I would love to do the same. I mean, now when somebody asks me about I don't know rules for organic uh, foods or how do how do you start or uh, or something else, I'm, I'm I'm very willing to to take a coffee meeting and then talk about it and sort of share. And I think this sharing is really really nice uh, that we don't sort of sit and sort of cover up and hide our results, but we actually share where we. Yeah, I think it's a much better way of working, and uh, and I mean, all the stuff I got from others, I can I can give to somebody else, and uh, and so it's not solely my success. It's also it, it's also because a lot of people helped me on the on the way, but also because I was willing to ask for it, and it has been people I don't know. I mean, it's it's just been somebody who had some information or some some knowledge that I needed. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's how I done it. And do you have any desires or wishes uh, on behalf of women entrepreneurs to the world, to society, to investors? Is there anything that you think would help more uh, female entrepreneurs succeed? I think they, uh, a lot of uh, women are scared of starting. You know, I had the same fear. I mean, uh, and and it's such a shame because there's so many good ideas out there, and I actually think women make good entrepreneurs. So. Um, 
so this, how do you, how do you take the first step, and how do you get started? Because then, how do you trust your, trust yourself? So, some kind of forum, so where you can discuss and talk, and maybe somebody who can give the first push <laughs> over the edge, and sort of uh, because this thing about uh, it's scary to to say no to your ordinary uh, life and work life, and say okay. Uh, I quit and I start my own. You have a lot of responsibilities. Maybe you need to have an income also. So, so this first step, how do you, if you could sort of have some help there and uh, some support. Mm. And then you uh, also definitely recommend helping each other. Yes, which, definitely. Uh, definitely. Which uh, the, the, the good advice is passed on. I hope that you will take the first step and I hope that uh, the people who are listening to this who are investors or business people will help. Uh, the new entrepreneurs and I hope that we will get more uh, non-damaging, good tasting, good looking uh, food on this planet so that we can all benefit. So thank you so much for your attention. You can find Henrietta on the link and uh, I'm sure you can discuss further with her if you're interested in that and of course we would love to hear, I would love to hear your um, inputs on good entrepreneurship, on entrepreneurship for the 21st century and also on uh, is, is there a distinction, is there a, a difference between being a masculine entrepreneur and a feminine entrepreneur? I think it's good for us to uh, get wise on this. So thank you so much for coming thank and you. much love to you. Thank you.